listening to the oneofus.net podcast network. One of Us is a podcast and video network funded all but entirely by donations and subscriptions. We do accept pitches for audio-based or banner ads, but on a case-by-case basis. If you are interested in that, contact us at oneofusnet at gmail.com. With the amount of audio and video content we generate, it is expensive and extremely time-consuming to keep things running. Please go to the webpage oneofus.net and sign up for a subscription at 2 5 10 or $25 and get a ton of bonus content. One of us needs and appreciates all your support. This movie review also comes for subscribers at Time Lord level or above an uncut, unedited, longer video version of the review. Become a subscriber and check it out. Hungry for adventure? Then travel to a la carte, the charming land below the floating city of heavenly delight, and join the young cook ramen for her daily dose of wacky hijinks in the new series Delicious! With a cast of eccentric, strong female characters, this wonderfully illustrated comedy comic will be out in July, but you can pre-order now by clicking the banner on the page for this podcast. Get the limited hardcover first edition, plus free stickers and an art print as a gift. Wow, stickers! A perfect gift for your child, or those of you who are forever young at heart. One of us strongly recommends this one. In the mean streets of Paris, there are two separate but equal legal defenses against the metahumans of the universe. The ones who prosecute their villainous super deeds, and the others who almost get destroyed trying to take their super asses in. These are their stories. Ding, ding! Alright, we went down over to Le Dance Club, and it turns out it's entirely in flames. Detective Elliot, who you think this might be? You know, it sounds a lot like, uh, you know, them, oh, that one, you know? Yeah, that, that one. <laughs> yeah, you know, no, she, like, retired, you know, the incredible lesbian. She had, like, the firepower, and it was all, like, rainbow colors, you know, to fit with the motif. I will tell you, my power exactly was... <laughs> Damn it, this totally looks like a fire crotch arson, but you're over here, and I know you were over at the Lesba Cafe two days ago when this occurred. Ellie, you got any ideas? Could be anyone. But looks like, wait a minute, there's this vial. Vial here that it says, let's see, inside, blood of fire crotch property of Matt Le Omelet du Fromage. Matt, what do you have to say for yourself? Omelet du Fromage. I believe him. Ah, that is always his defense. Well, I know it can crack that egg. Giving the review of how I became a superhero always gets under his skin. Yes, the new Netflix French superhero film. Oh, I'm on to you, Omelet. Go ahead. If anyone wants to give that synopsis, maybe we can crack this egg. Well, essentially, superheroes exist. And we follow a detective who the superhero liaison of the Paris Police Department investigating a fire outside a nightclub, which leads them to a drug ring, said drugs, giving people superpowers. Although I say drugs, it's more glow sticks that happen to let you shoot fire or electricity. 
and also following his estranged past with a known famous superhero group. Essentially, Justice League Perry. <laughs> that does kind of set it up. There's also like a Jubilee-esque character in there, too, that doesn't get a lot of attention. Uh, Even though so, she's like a main central. I know, right? Plus central plot point. Yeah. So how did y'all feel about this Frenchie film? It reminded me of a few other things that have come out in the last couple of years where they've kind of figured out that they can do like a superhero meta story and it doesn't take like, what, what do you got to make? We'll make a balsa wood car, you know, <laughs> and we'll, and we'll do some stuff in after effects and it'll be, it'll be pesky, you know? It did remind me a bit of the boys, but also project power, this other Netflix film with a bit of a similar premise that was last summer. But this one I found a little bit more memorable. I think maybe it was the setting in France, but also I think there was a bit of a deeper focus on character here, honestly. Although I will give the props to uh, Project Power. At least the powers were varied. Here we're just mainly like fire, electricity, and maybe something else. That was my big problem with it is it had what I call the Cyclops problem, which is that the powers that they have are just guns. Yeah. This entire movie could actually just be about a crate of AK-47s. <laughs> I guess the one guy's power is blinding people, but that's still just a gun that shoots flashbangs. I hadn't thought of it that way. The only other power is, like, teleportation. There's teleportation, but, yeah, and then but... one of the other characters is able to essentially manipulate his mass so that you can either be light or heavy well no the girl Callista, that's such a good fighter it's because she gets premonition so she knows the guy's gonna punch her yeah, oh, uh, her, yeah. precognition although the teleportation one he has parkinson's which fucks with his powers considerably see that was something that i actually really liked about this film the world building of it because you have these essentially mutants. It's essentially an X-Men world. But instead of it being the mutants versus people, it's like, here's just a world where mutants exist. And some of them decide to be heroes. So one of them is like, becomes a TV chef. You know, another, he's just like retired and chilling at a restaurant when you see him. It's a world where, yes, some people have powers. And... You know, that means the real life. And one of the real lives is his Parkinson's. Another is like, there's a focus on a shrink. That's like, when you have powers, what does that do to you emotionally in regards to how you see yourself in the world? And so it's just like the way that the world is set up and the way that the characters interact with that world, I thought was really, really interesting way of doing it. I thought that was actually pretty unique among superhero storytelling. So I really enjoyed that. I really thought in the pro column, right? I like the two partner cops, who are the two main characters. Oh, they were phenomenal. Oh, no. I just looked at their real names. This is bad. Uh, so is Pio, Pio um, Marme? Yeah, I believe so. And Vimala Pons. Which we should mention, this movie is French. Yes. <laughs> but yes, you were saying about the two partners. Oh, I just thought the two of them were very solid and... I'd like to see them in other things. Some of like the street kids, the extras they cast and stuff were a little bit, um, I don't know what you call it. Central casting, I guess. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> and the bad guy was very like, 
He reminded me of a lower rent version of the bad guy from the Emancipation of Harley Quinn and something, something, something. He's a low grade black mask. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I could see that, but I actually kind of like that because, you know, this is a superhero world, which means super villain world as well. So having a dude be that over the top, I actually kind of thought it was charming. True, but con against him. He's no Ewan McGregor. No, he is not. One thing I may be lost in translation, did he have any authentic powers of his own or was he no. only on a lot of the drugs? Well, there is a spoiler in regards to that, so we can't really talk about it. Yeah, I was about to say, yes, there is, but I can't say because that's integral to the third act. Maybe I should have watched it dubbed. <laughs> well, I watched it subtitled. But yeah, the reason that he is making these drugs is because he doesn't have any. Yeah, but the main actor, Pio uh, Mararmi, I thought he was really good. I actually really liked his story and uh, the little twist they take with him. I thought was very nicely developed and actually really helped further expand the world. And his partner, Viema Pons, got that one. Was very excellent. I thought she was just utterly delightful. Well, they had the potential to be like, because, you know, they're the cops and they're like, you know, I don't want to be your partner. I'm a loner. They had that trope. But as it went through, it didn't become like the annoying trope as those kind of gruff partnerships can be. It felt a lot more organic than a lot of that setup usually is, which I appreciated. What'd you think, Elliot? Yeah, so I was about to say. I don't know. I don't have much to say about this movie. The whole time, I thought it was pretty aggressively meh, and I felt like I would have had a better time watching The Boys. I mean, I thought the main actor was good, and some of the other performances were good, but there was just... I saw a lot of stuff that I've already seen in the last couple of years thrown up on the screen, but in French. <laughs> so, yeah, was not really a fan. Big TV vibes. Yes, really big TV vibes. This felt like a pilot. Uh, it sort of did. It definitely felt like pilot length because it's only about... It's about an hour and a half, hour, 45 minutes. Yeah, you know, some pilots go that long. I will say uh, not everything worked. I thought the subplot about trying to get this henchman's underling who is like, but I'm in school. I can get you the hookups. And so it's just like, I already know where this is going. I don't fucking care. And it went exactly where I knew it would go. Yeah, that was a thing I thought with the subplots. Because, like, the main plot, you know, it felt very comic booky, albeit comic booky that we've seen before. But I love comic books, so I was cool with that. Yeah. Well, and a drug that gives thugs superpowers is, like, a really rote plot. Yes. <laughs> but part of it, too, is that if they had focused a bit more on, you know, as you said, Gary Maru is the character's name, about his backstory, his backstory with the band of superheroes, which is a plot point to... The Pack Royale. Yeah, the Pack Royale. They had, like, two scenes of their backstory, and that was it. That should have been a lot bigger. And then, later on, also the plot with the villain's backstory. He had, like, a sentence 
of his backstory, really. And it's like, I think that he would have been a, a lot less of a, you know, poor man's black mask if you had gotten to know him a bit more in regards to his backstory. And instead, take the time that was put into Lily and being the daughter of the leader of the Pac Royale. Just erase that entirely and focus more on these two dudes' backstory. It would have been a lot better and a lot more solid. Because it's like you're taking time away from a character I don't care about that you haven't really done anything with, only to give an arbitrary wealth and worth to in plot that she doesn't really deserve. And it's like you could have enhanced two of the other bigger characters that mean more to the storyline, but instead you gave And it also, it gave the movie the, you know, the crash syndrome. There's, there are only six people in Los Angeles. Right. Yeah, it really did. Now that you bring it up, it's like, oh, it's just these people. I mean, we're in fucking Paris. Come on, <laughs> I know there are more than these fucking people. And like, even the chief character is like, you're there. You're really just here for plot beats, some exposition, and that's it. I will say, I did overall enjoy the movie. I really did. I found myself pretty entertained, even with some of its own shortcomings, really. Well, do you want to expand that into your final thoughts, Jordan? I shall. Yeah, like I said, I wish more powers were on display. Yeah, it's like the Cyclops thing that Matt brought up. It just got tiring. But there was honestly some good character stuff, especially with the main detective. I wouldn't mind more of him. That would be nice. But I did like the world building, especially since there's this whole through line throughout the film of this YouTube superhero channel ranking the 100 best superheroes of Paris or just France. I know other cities. Con, that's it. (laughs) But I'd say it's very much worth a watch. I mean, I took it in on an afternoon and it was delightful, really. So I'll give it seven out of 10 glow sticks. And Elliot, once more, give us your critiques. You know, again, I was pretty down on this movie. I thought a lot of it was really rote. I agree. I think a lot of these powers are just guns and the ones that aren't. Sometimes they're used interestingly, but for the most part, I thought they kind of fell flat. The stuff with the Pack Royale was interesting and could have been expanded more, maybe even made into its own movie. Uh-huh. You know, I think there was some interesting characterization. I think with this, even at the worst times with these sort of meta takes on superheroes, you get a lot of good characterization and there's some good acting. So so that was definitely the stronger part. But it really did feel kind of like a weaker TV pilot that some French station probably turned down. They were like, well, let's just make it into a movie. So I'll give it three and a half out of four top tier superheroes. And Matt? I landed in about the same place. I just thought, like, you know, the last five years or so, we've had Code 8. We've had Freaks with Emil Hirsch. We've had Freaks, You're One of Us, which was a very similar German movie. There's just been a whole spate of these. There's the entire Arrowverse basically doing this better. And most of those shows have had an episode where this stuff happens. Like, they're sucking their blood to make a drug, and the low-level mobsters get a hold of it and have one quick super rampage and etc it's not very original that said it's not like risky enough to hate it's solid enough to watch from beginning to end 
And I do like the core cast and would like to see more things they've been in. And it did have me looking that up. The main fella playing Detective Moreau, he had strong, like, Poe Dameron backup energy. I could see him <laughs> standing in for Oscar Isaac. I would give it five out of ten first responders smoking in public because it's Europe. <laughs> oh my god. I so fucking love that. I loved because there's a thing in every like French film that no matter what direction you're in, you see the Eiffel Tower. And there's a shot with him going to his house. He's holding groceries and there's the Eiffel Tower. And I'm just like, yes, there it is. I'm not sure how geography works, but... I like it when they show the Eiffel Tower and then they font Paris. <laughs> <laughs> That's where the Eiffel Tower is. Oh, I thought it was in Venice. Yeah, just so you know, it's not a close-up of the small one in Las Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, I enjoyed this movie. I mean, you are right. This movie is very rote. It is very tropey in regards to, you know, the way it does it, its powers and its take drug, get super powers, use it for villainy storyline. The villain is cheesy and all these things. You are correct in that. But here's the thing. I like that stuff. I like superhero stuff. And honestly, I tend to prefer the quote unquote bat family aspect of it than the going out punching people in the face aspect of superhero stories. I like learning about who they are as people and why they decide to be heroic or not. And this movie did do a lot of focus on that, particularly with the main characters. We haven't mentioned them a lot, but the characters of Callista and Monte Carlo, who are the precognition and the teleporters. And like the scene at the end with this, the two of them watching that YouTube poll about the best superheroes, that was one of my favorite parts. Cause it's just them being themselves as their hero-esque slash human selves being like, yeah, I rated number four on the YouTube voting. And it's like, yeah, well, I've got third place. Ha ha ha. And it's just them being heroes, but also being human. And that's what I love when I watch or read a superhero story. And this film had a lot of that. But for those who want more action, who want more something that isn't as cliche, yeah, this isn't going to appeal to you. But I enjoyed it because I care more about the personalizations than the action. But as I said, get rid of the stuff with the kid, focus more on the backstories of the main characters, and this thing would have been a lot more solid. So I'm going to give it 7 out of 10 empty bags of candy because Detective Moreau is going to give himself diabetes. Holy crap. How many bags of candy does he eat that show? That's his superpower. It is! Where do you get your strength? From insulin. <laughs> <laughs> Diabetes man! Dun, 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 dun.